2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live um, here in Bellevue at the Amazon Grill. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co host Tracy Klinkroth of Chick Chat Seattle. Michael Katzman, our food and wine ambassador. Hello. Fancy Frenchwood of um, Saki in Seattle. And then we also have our guest host, Paula Gatsby, to speak on social etiquette when dining out.
0: Um,
3: So everybody, welcome. Hey. Uh, It turned out to be nice weather. It did. Even
0: though we're not supposed to be talking about weather, right?
3: No, we can always talk about weather. That's part of being social. (laughs) That's the, what do you call it, the social Mm -hmm. bypass is, is the... The icebreaker. So, how's the uh, weather yeah. in your neck of the woods? And oh, yes, love the rain. And then you move on to something more interesting to be social about. Today's show, um, is, Being Socially Savvy Dining Out, is brought to you by Amazon um, Brazilian Grill here in Bellevue. And uh, this is our 25th show. So, we want to thank all of our socially savvy listeners for hanging in there through all of our trials and tribulations. Um, it's been a ton of fun and we want you to watch for new sponsors and um socially savvy events in the near future. We've got some really fun things coming up, so um I also want to thank my fabulous co host for being through all of this with me um, and
0: of course it's been a fun roller coaster ride, right?
3: It's been a little while. It's yeah. funny because we get these topics and we were discussing some of them before the show and it's like, Eee, okay. But we're also getting that experience
1: and uh and the camaraderie of this uh, awesome broadcasting team.
3: I think and, we rock. Uh, yeah. I yeah. think we're pretty cool. And
1: I think we've all come a long ways in the last 25 shows.
3: I think I think a lot, yeah, when, when the more you're doing it, the more comfortable you become, I mean, and then you start to kind of get your own groove. And, <laughs> and I was listening to some of the older shows and listening to the newer shows. I much, much prefer the newer
0: shows. <laughs> a cool lot less
3: ums. Well, like anything. Yeah. you got
0: to get your groove on for oh, a while. Yeah. You right. do.
3: Okay, so we also have the chat, and um, we're going to be able to start taking calls. So if you are listening live and you'd like to call into the broadcast, you can dial 323-843-6090 um, if you have an opinion about something we happen to be talking about. So, Mr. Michael, it looks like you mm-hmm. get to start us
1: off. Yeah. So it's always cool when I start out because that means we get a drink. I like it. <laughs> we get to eat or we get a drink. Yeah, favorite or, part you know, of the show. Of course. Aww, people be... <laughs> like you
0: best. We do. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so we are at, again, we're over here at the uh, Amazon Brazilian Grill uh, in Bellevue. And uh, right next to me I have a gentleman He's uh, uh, one of the managers here at the the restaurant. His name's is Odie. And uh, we've got a beautiful drink we're starting out today with. Uh, really lime, lots of lime, lots of really good stuff. And I've Odie talked to you about this because this is an amazing,
4: amazing drink.
3: And we can't pronounce it. <laughs>
4: it's caipirinha.
3: Kaip- caipirinha.
4: Caipirinha. You know, it's Ooh. unfair. You guys are drinking, and I can't because ah. I'm at work.
0: <laughs> See, that's the br- the brilliance of this podcast. <laughs> Again, okay, I feel like a p- I feel like a pirate. It tastes kind of mm.
4: yeah. So caipirinha uh, is made out of um, sugar cane rum.
0: Oh, ah, okay. The way
4: you make it is uh you muddle the sh- you muddle the lime with sugar and then you pour the caipirinha. I mean uh the cachaça which is uh, the sugarcane rum. Okay. And then just serve it like that. It's very limey. It's very strong. It, it, it's it Very is. very good. That's very. And um which you can also make a caipiroska which is uh with vodka instead of the sugarcane rum. Caipiroska is what they mm. call.
1: Caipiroska.
4: Yep. It's that? very good. How do I do, girls?
1: And
0: Paula, Paula, Paula so, our guest co-host, said it's an aphrodisiac. Oh. So if you're not a <laughs> rub drinker,
4: you can switch it with vodka.
2: Oh, so you can oh. ask for the substitution at the bar.
1: You can do
4: that.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Very That's good. great, Odie. So, yeah.
1: Both names sound like you're purring. It sounds, you know, pretty sexy to me, so. <laughs> well, and it's it, very good.
3: It doesn't taste very rummy to me. It no. It has a very um, cool, mm-hmm. refreshing, you know, like, ugh. It's a good it's summer end of the day. drink. Yeah, just that sigh.
1: It's it's a good balance between uh the tartness of the limes and the sugar of cane uh of the of the rum.
4: It's Very a beautiful tropical mix. drink. Yeah.
2: Because it's like a mojito. It reminds me of a mojito. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I'm actually not a rum drinker. I prefer vodka, so next time I'll, I'll know. But I do like that. what Dutch has said. It's not, the rum is not overpowering.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. And right. is
2: this something that you have available all year long, or is it yes. happy
4: hour? We or? always have it here. Yeah, we have it for happy hour, so okay. it's going to be cheaper for happy hour. Okay. And then on uh, regular hours, we have it. You can order it, and uh, you can have it while you're having dinner. Very good. It's a pretty good drink.
3: So what
2: are, what are
4: your happy hour hours? Happy hours are from uh, 3 to 6.30, and then we also have a late night happy hour, which is from 9 to close.
2: 9 to close.
0: Okay.
4: That's Great. nice. Yep. And Am- And
0: Amazon Grill, I was really psyched when I heard that we were going to be doing the show here because I have been here once before, and the food is really, 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 really amazing. So... We'll be talking about that later. Thank you you so much, Odie. (laughs) Thank you, Odie.
2: Odie, actually, I met him when I was here for the soft opening, and and this place still—it's just the service is impeccable. It, everyone's very friendly. You come in, you're greeted immediately, it, and it's very uh, just warm, and everybody's happy that that you're here. So it is. The food's also incredible.
3: Well, and I wanted you to take a, a minute to tell us, uh, tell people a little bit about what is so unique about a Brazilian so steakhouse, the, a Brazilian the, grill. The
4: Brazilian grill, a Brazilian steakhouse. Well, we specialize on the rodizio, which rodizio means. Um, it's a type of service a restaurant service where the guest space is fixed price for lunch is 17.95 for dinner is uh 39.95 and then you get the whole salad bar once i counted the salad bar item like just on one side it was already 35 items yeah wow on the salad bar (laughs) wow but that's just the salad bar you also have the meat that's going around, so rodizio is a is a meat on skewers where the server the called gauchos, where they have a knife and it's a skewer, they go around tables and then you slice get
3: to, you get to say yes, I want this yep, you get that little green card yep, you get as a as green, it's green card they keep
4: coming yep, if you want the meat All to right. keep on coming, you put your card on the green if you if you're done with the meat or if you want to take a break, put it on red, so they won't bother you. So, yeah, um, just some samples of uh, meat that goes around for dinner. There's 17 different types of meat.
2: Uh, and it's rumshun. So, meat, and is that seafood also? Odie? No,
4: we don't have the seafood. Okay, no, we definitely. have 17 different types of uh, meat. What blend, are some of the
2: types of meat that blend, we might not
4: Uh There's a marinated chicken, turkey wrapped with bacon. Ooh. You know, everything's good with bacon.
3: I mean, better <laughs> everything's bacon. better with bacon, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Pork <laughs> sausage, Parmesan pork, garlic steak, and then we have the filet mignon. We have buffalo, wild boar, wow. rib eye. It's crazy. So, those are just a sample of the skewers that you get for dinner. And then we also have everybody everybody rave about the uh, grilled pineapple. Ooh. We have wow. a gr- grilled pineapple day powder it with uh, cinnamon sugar, and then they grill it. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, so that's the explanation of the uh, rodízio. That's what we specialize on. And we also have a Peruvian menu, which is, uh, you can order a la carte.
3: Which is what we're going to be tasting um, today on air, right? Yes. Oh, my God,
4: and That's what I had. and we I have I never love had those Peruvian.
0: potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. You have, they have this this dish of three different potatoes and three different colored potatoes. I'm anyway.
3: excited. I have never yeah. had Peruvian before. I came right. in last week and did the rotis... Um, um, what is he, how do you pronounce it? name? The rotis...
5: The
3: rodisio. The rodisio. The um, I just know it. It's a Brazilian steakhouse, and I just keep the green card count. You know, I don't eat for like two days and then sit and... But um, it's it's a great experience. If you're looking for dining that is going to be, I think, more fun and a little bit more interactive, that gives you a lot of variety, um, I think this is a lot of fun.
4: Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you can check check our website, which is uh, amazongrillbellevue.com.
3: Fabulous. Great. And for
4: those, uh, I will say this on air, for those people that are listening right now, if they come here and they say that uh, they heard they were listening to this program, I'll give them ten percent discount. Oh, on their, they'll them. love that! Ah, very well, nice.
0: This, and this
3: show plays um, live, but then again, people can listen to it as a later broadcast
0: later in the week. So, yep. that's awesome.
4: Yeah, we can do that.
0: Wonderful.
4: I'll give them ten percent discount.
0: Very nice, ten percent to all especially savvy listeners. You heard it. Well, thank you very much, Odie.
4: And then well, if they say that the uh, Odie's cute, I'll give them fifteen
0: percent. <laughs> Odie, you're definitely
1: cute. Oh, this guy is awesome. You've got, you got to come down here and check this out because uh, this is amazing. The atmosphere is awesome.
2: We're very much, much looking Same forward so much. to the food. Yes. Thanks, Odie. Love that. All right, heads up. Seattle Magazine is taking votes for the best of 2011. Vote for your favorite salon, stylist, bars restaurants and even doggy daycare yes we have a favorite doggy (laughs) daycare we do have a favorite doggy daycare Uh,
3: yes as a matter of fact a big shout out to a dog's life doggy daycare with diego yes
2: Okay, good luck. Chris and Barb, Uh, we want them, our local business owners, doggy daycare. Their doggy daycare is in Columbia City, right? Yes, it's in Columbia
3: City, and it is one of the biggest ones in the Seattle area. And more importantly, I mean, we were there. We did one of our um, broadcasts from their grand opening, and it is such a fabulous space. You know, if you really love your dog, it's like they take such good care of them there. It's like like one-stop shopping for your pet. Yes, yeah, it's like they do grooming. They have a store where Mm
2: -hmm. they sell all the fun accessories. So definitely vote for Chris and Barb. And you can do that at seattlemag.com forward slash best, this is way too much to read, dash 2011 dash ballot. Or just go to seattlemag.com and find the link.
0: And you know what? (laughs) Looking forward to the end of the year. That is a really awesome party to go to, the Seattle Magazine Best Of. So hopefully hopefully we'll be going to that. I would say
3: hopefully we'll be covering that. Alrighty, righty. So we have um, some new fun things opening up soon. You know, we're always got our ear down to the pavement trying to find out what's going on, when it's going on, and be the first to talk about it. Um, we brought up before on the show that the suite is going to be opening up in Bellevue. And we just got a heads up that it will be opening in the next few days. The, oh. um, it is a bar concept in the Winter Garden building right there by the Hyatt at Bellevue Place. It will be formally opened in the next two weeks, but the soft opening is going to be going on in the next two days. So um, we're going to pop in there and check it out. The Kemper Development Company is the one that has um, taken on this, uh, I should say, project. And it's going to be really nice to have a, one more option. Yeah. It looks more We just need another place to
0: drink. We you need know?
3: something swank yeah. and sophisticated, yeah. you know, something that's a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. like, sexy. And, and is that
0: in the old spot that was? Stir. Stir, yeah. yeah. That's oh, that's okay. So we'll be broadcasting from there, I presume. I am working on it. <laughs> uh, I, of course I was so. just gonna ask that. Nice <laughs> question, Ban. Of course you are. Good and then um for those of you who like to shop and then drink, um September fourteenth through September eighteenth, Nordstrom if you're a Nordstrom rewards card holder, you need to know that it's triple points time. So if you need anything, that's the time to stock up on it. I know. It. I love it when people nice. the here. Roof over
2: here. Um, so catch your
0: favorite salesperson for details September 14th through 18th.
2: Okay. Are you artistic? No. Check out Capital. <laughs> Neither am I. I know some it? artists. Does that count? Yeah. Check out Capital Girls Contest to have your artwork On the label of an amazing bottle of wine. Well, this is pretty exciting. I know. I thought that was cool. Yeah. For details, go to thecapitalgrill.com. Capital spelled with an A, grill spelled with an E at the end, dot com. Call for entries. Does the popping of a cork get your creative juices flowing? If so, you could become the next winner of our annual artist series wine event art competition that's a mouthful As you say, that
3: is a big huge mouth that's,
2: yeah that's okay paint illustrate or use the medium of your choice to create a piece of art that captures the essence of our exclusive world-class cabernet sauvignon and your artwork could be seen on every label this spring may your ideas flow like wine artistry in a bottle
3: love it very good Okay, so what it is to be socially savvy brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com.
0: Um And today's topic is what it means to be a socially savvy diner. Um, and we have a special guest host, Paula Gatsby, here with us to give us some tips Yay. on what to do and what not to do. Paula is founder of TasteBud, which is essentially... Um, born out of her 12 years of um, experience in the restaurant business, from starting out as hostess, to ending up as general manager and director of catering, um, and she has helped people um, in restaurants um, with Tastebud help them redesign their menu, help them figure out what sells, what customers want, what they don't want, and she decided to take that from just a hobby and giving away her information for free to actually, you know, yeah, making people pay her for her opinions. So. And she's, she's a personal friend of opinions. mine. Yes. <laughs> she has a lot well, she has lots of opinions and she does have great opinions. And she's a total foodie. And when I dine out with her I'll always ask her, What is that word? What is that food? And she always knows everything. So I thought she'd be perfect to um tell us do's and don'ts of dining so we don't make embarrass thoughts, ourselves. Yeah. So well, hello Paula. Hello. So um, we talked, and we, I thought what would be interesting for her to do is kind of give us maybe the top five or six things that we need to be mindful of when we are dining out, so that we we look and at least present ourselves in a classy manner, right? So why don't you go ahead and kind of work through your list? I would say the first thing is to be on time for your reservation. They'll hold a the reservation <laughs> for 15 minutes. After that, you're out of luck, and it's it's great to be able to to phone in if you are going to be late. And uh, let the maitre d' know and uh, see if they can possibly hold your table. You know, it's funny because we can put I, can up. I, can I just say she's saying that because I'm always late. She's always, always late. late. I know. Oh, my God. I love I her tell to her that. the reservations Weird. at, like, <laughs> 6 when it says 7. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. I know. And, and you have, and I guess that's part of being socially savvy is knowing the people that you're with and giving exactly. them the nice time to get what they need. That audience. is for sure.
0: Exactly. Well,
3: and exactly. it's funny because uh, number two on our socially unacceptable is to show it is socially unacceptable to show up later than 15 minutes to a reservation and then make a fuss mm. when you're not seated. Exactly. It's not their fault. At least call ahead and let them know.
0: Exactly. And I think if you are going to be late and if you do phone in advance and just let them know. They can say, usually
3: shift. Yeah. What can we do? What can you?
0: to help me out. Yeah. Versus, oh my God, I demand a table. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, A couple of other things. Um, My biggest pet peeve is when people order something from the menu and they send it back just because they don't like it. Not acceptable. If there's something wrong with the dish that you ordered, if there's a hair in it, if it's overcooked, if it's undercooked, it's okay to send it back. But if you
1: forgot that you didn't like
0: cilantro and your dish has cilantro, (laughs) suck it up. You need yep. to uh, to go with
1: it. I so so agree, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I totally actually, agree. It's actually the same thing with wine. Uh, now, uh, now Absolutely. if you ask for a suggestion, yeah, and, then you have to take, and it's not very good. Right. Then absolutely, you have that kind of an option for that. Right. But if you you just go in and order that, like right. you said, or with a bottle of wine, and you don't like it, you're oh, not gonna. Yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't send the whole bottle of wine back because oh, no. I ordered it.
0: I know many people that would, or they'll order a cocktail. I they'll I say, know. "Oh, fix me whatever you want," <sighs> and then
2: yeah, it comes, and you're like, know. "Ew,
0: I don't like that." Okay, well, right. and, and I think
3: that, you know, it comes down to a lot of communication. Um, Absolutely. It, you know, this is going to be funny. If you hit everything on our socially savvy, uh, acceptable and unacceptable <laughs> list, I am going to la- laugh because I put on, it is socially acceptable to send food back if it does not meet what you requested. Yes. Too so many times people are afraid to say anything, and then they don't come back. So on the flip side, if you order something and it's not right, the management, and I've spoken with, you know, the the general managers of a lot of the restaurants, they want you to let them know. They don't want you to be whiny about, oh, well, I just decided I didn't want chicken. No, that's not kosher. But I ordered my steak, medium rare, and it's
0: well done. Yeah, they definitely want to know about that. I worked for a very, um, I guess you'd say, prestigious restaurant, Southeast mm-hmm. Asian, in downtown Seattle as a catering director, and our executive chef at that point would stand at um, the dish pit, basically, and look at what was getting tossed before the dishes went through to see what people were eating and what people weren't. Wow. And if something came back with a full plate or a half plate, he would ask the server to go ask the guests for feedback. Wow. You know, was it something to do? Was it, it? I like that. That's that really is, cool. I know. That is that's awesome. what service is all about, and I think that that's been lost on us for the last you know, couple of years we kind of have lost touch. Or restaurants, in my opinion, have lost touch. And that's with why Socially lobby is here. Exactly, <laughs> we are all over it. Yes, exactly, exactly.
4: Well, and I
3: think the interesting part about it is, is again, you know, it comes back to communication. And I think if people know what's expected, I think right. the problem with what has happened the last few years is there's been so much flex. There's been no boundaries anymore that people just run all over. It's kind of like allowing your five-year-old to do whatever they want and then exactly. whining why they're banging down the. You I know, have the lots windows. of
0: opinions on that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
1: so do I. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do.
4: <laughs> there's
0: places to take your children and there's places not, not to. to take them. I mean, children. in this age, you you just you know go with where you can, but you don't take your kids. In my opinion, to list. On a Friday night. Okay, you know? so that's number three. Unsocially oh. <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> to allow a fussy child to go
3: re- to go and ruin a meal for those around you. No, absolutely remove yourself right away. Yeah. Um, and, and the sad thing is, is I can't even believe we have to talk about it.
4: As Agreed. You
3: have a child that is screaming, crying, banging on the seat, bouncing, hanging over the back of the right. seat, googling eyes, making faces then, number one, you probably should have really thought about bringing that right. child out. Yeah. Um, but if you brought them out and maybe they just happen to be acting up, maybe it's they're doing their first you know, terrible two, you know, excuse yourself. Take them out to the car. Take them outside. Take them away so that you don't ruin everybody else's experience around you.
0: I have a question for you, Paula, because Paula was raised by a British father and a Canadian mother, and she knows etiquette better than anyone. She teaches me a thing or two. And so what if that was the case, for instance, when we went to Canlis and we're spending... A couple of hundred dollars on a dinner each on a dinner. I mean, is it okay for me to say something to the parents, or how would you handle something like that where the child's unruly and loud? And I don't think it would happen in Canvas, but you would ask the server or the manager to take care of it. Just you know, even if the music's too loud, if you're too cold, any of those things. Don't be bratty about it. Just go to the maitre d', go to the manager, and say, you know what, the the children next to me are really obnoxious, I'm trying to have a nice evening. Do you mind saying something? Never take it in your own hands. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of times, again,
3: you know, this is one of the things working with, you you know, you've worked with management. And because I am unfortunately so opinion, I've talked to management. (laughs) Right, right. And I, I finally got to the point where with a nickname like Duchess, you know, it was one of those things. I would just look at them and go, you know, I'm not trying to be difficult. And they would go, no, we know you're not trying to be difficult, but we need you to communicate those things to us. It gives, when you go to your waiter or your maitre d' or your manager and you say, this is what's going on, that empowers them to be able to take the next Absolutely. step. Because instead of them just coming up and saying, you know, with, if nobody says anything, they really can't approach until something Absolutely. is a problem it's
0: both what you say and, and how, you how you say, say it. it exactly yeah. it's not one or the other it's actually <laughs> it's both, both. <laughs> for sure for sure so, another um, interesting thing that... We're uh, three for three. Three for three. Okay. <laughs> so, what about if you get a uh, table that you don't like? Is that on your list? I did not do uh, that. Okay. Nice. I like so, it. So, I mean, it's really simple. You know, you as um, you plan out your, your table setting. Somebody comes in with a reservation or without. You sit them at the table next to the kitchen, and they don't like it. Or it's a very small table. There's a... A great restaurant with amazing food, and the tables are so tiny. Um, you know, I've, I'm six feet tall. I need room. Um, I think if you hit that before the hostess leaves and just say, hey, do you mind? if Is there anything else available? Kill them with kindness. They're probably willing to do, you know, anything for you. But tell don't wait again, until it, you're sitting there and, and when and you're you your re- with, it. And then right. you're...
3: When you call in a reservation,
0: let them know. know." And that's the thing. It's all about the reservation. If you let them know in advance, and if you do end up with a bad table, let them know next time when you phone and just say, hey, you know. I would really prefer. I would prefer. And that goes a long way.
3: Yeah. No, I agree. For sure. What's next?
0: Okay, this one, um, I have to admit that I have had questions about, and it's embarrassing, so that's why I, you know, like text Paula if I'm at a fancy event like I was a couple weeks ago. So, you know when you're at a table and there's, five wine glasses and ten forks and five spoons and you know. So can you talk to us about what would that be called? Table etiquette, I guess. <laughs> yes, table in. etiquette. It's out exactly. It's outside in. And your bread plate is always, 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 always on the left. And your glassware is always, always, always on the right. right. And just go with the last fork in. Your dessert stuff is on top of the plate or to the twelve o'clock hand. Um, So it's pretty simple from that perspective. But I think the biggest question I get is, what do I do with that bread plate? You know, what do everybody's always passing it around. What is it? I don't know which one is mine. It's always to the left. Okay. Well, and one I, of the things that I was Oh, I'm sorry, fancy.
2: <laughs> no, I was just going to say so when you say outside in, does yeah. that that so that means when they bring the salad, you're using the fork all the way to the right all on the plate. Okay. Yeah, Cuz that's always my the question. Which one and is your the salad so fork? Look Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. Okay, and your
0: okay. Uh, your forks are to the left of the plate, your knife and your spoon is to the right of the plate. Okay. Um your glassware is Above that, so to the right. Okay. Um, when they serve you, they're serving you to the right. Okay. So if you're really wanting to look for proper service, uh-huh. um, if they're serving over, y- over your your right. <laughs> <laughs> you I you have guys a question. really need to show up for the shows because it is so fun, and then they're pulling from the left.
1: I have a question for Paula. Sure. So uh, you know, obviously, you know, you just said that the forks are on the left and the knives are on the right. Does okay. anybody know why that is?
2: That's a good Michael, question. Michael, I'm guessing you
0: Cause do.
1: Because my mama told me.
0: <laughs> if
3: Does <you> anyone
1: eat, <laughs> if, has anyone ever seen uh, someone from Britain or the I UK? I yeah, because okay. of
3: how they, how the yeah. original and people actually, eat it with a natural progression of how you approach the silverware. And actually, and that's how, how I eat, eat too. Food. Yeah. 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 And I, I was raised to do the same thing. Because I, well,
1: I, I lived in London for almost a year. so Okay. Uh, you know, you use your your fork in your left hand, and you usually invert it. Yeah, and then you use your butter knife as kind of like the scoop on top, uh-huh. and so you you never have to change hands. They think it's a waste of time, and so that's why it's set up that way.
0: And let's discuss the butter knife.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so oh. bread service. Yes, <laughs> we're talking details. <laughs> so here, there's honey. a basket of bread. There's
0: a butter knife. There's a bread plate. Um, it's it's really proper. To take the butter and actually with your knife and put it on your plate. plate. And you take your bread and you put your bread on your plate and then you pull off the amount of bread that you're going to pop in your mouth and then you butter it from your plate. You don't butter it from the butter dish. That's just oh, old school. That,
3: that is old school. And, and it's it so is funny because school. when yeah. I go out to dinner yeah. with my friends, I because I am Latino and Latinos, I mean, we are like sharing food. We're like finger. Right. you know, we're just so not proper. But I always ask, you know, I'll say, you know, I'm Latino and... This is how I eat. You know, let me know if you're not comfortable with that. And, and I think that's another thing is is yeah. no recognizing the people you're having
0: you're enjoying a exactly. meal with. I do this every time. Absolutely yeah. not. Do I like grab for you know the chips and the salsa? She'll eat my food off my plate. <laughs> I will if it's good. I will without asking. Like if we have if we share food, I have to make sure I eat really quick because I eat really slow, and she she eats really quick. And I go, like, oh my god, I you gotta have to go fast, fast, yeah. fast, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been twelve years of being in the restaurant business. You only have a couple minutes to eat, and you throw you're like quickly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
3: Okay, so one other thing I wanted to bring up was um, this was something that I learned that I think a lot of people are unaware of, and it is a huge help to the serving staff. Is when you're done with your food, put
0: your silverware at four o'clock. There's four o'clock. There's eleven o'clock. It's at every o'clock, but at the end of the day. The server should never take the plate until everybody's done eating. That's my oh. pet peeve. My
3: I, well, it, it, and I was at a formal affair where it was really interesting when you had a tabletop where uh, six people. You had three servers come out with two plates in their hand and they served everybody at the same time. Stepped back, waited right. for everybody, and then left. So I mean, there is there are
0: definitely different degrees of the service right. you can get, but no, it's true. Have you ever? I mean, I'm a fast eater basically because I have been in the restaurant business for a long time and I mean again you don't have breaks you have a couple minutes um you go big or you don't eat yeah so when I eat out I'm really really aware of whomever I'm dining with and I want to make sure that if I'm eating fast they're not sitting there with a plate full of food and I have nothing in front of me I'd rather have my plate sit until they're finished so they're comfortable yeah and they're going at their own pace so I mean that's old school it's my opinion it's not you know right or wrong it's well and i think that's one of the things that we need to oh i'm sorry <laughs> michael
3: go i have ahead. a question
1: so go ahead. so if if i'm in a proper setting like that and and i know that's what it is because i actually just learned that now um should you kind of gauge how fast everyone else is eating and maybe i need to slow down is it to be etiquette or
0: i don't think so i mean it's not it shouldn't be that difficult i'm you just do what you're comfortable with, and if you finish first, just let your plate, you know, sit until everybody else is finished. You know, some people I know eat super, super slow. So what if a server comes to take your plate? Should you say to the server because not everybody? Okay. You just, I just put my hand over my plate, like don't take this. And just simple. You don't even need to say anything, and that's my, my thing, just because I do eat quickly. But it's nice when you're all served at once. Yeah. And your plates are all taken at once.
4: Well,
3: in a lot of restaurants, too, I've noticed the nicer ones, they'll ask you, do you want, like, sometimes, um, my husband and I have a tendency to split our meal. And so we've got, you know, things coming at a different pace sometimes yeah. than other people. And if we order a salad or something, they'll go, well, do you want that served with the salad or do you want that served with the main course? Right. You know, I think that the big thing that when it comes to being social, the biggest thing, the biggest key that I can always tell people is be be communicative. Yeah.
0: Communicate. Communicate.
3: Talk about it. Ask the questions. Be aware of the people with you. You know, everybody is really good with grace. They're, they'll allow you a
0: lot of grace if you ask the question. Right. I agree. So. And you can taste it yourself. I mean, sometimes bring everything to the table at once. Sometimes you want a more lazy-paced meal. You want your salads first. If you're doing a split dish, yeah. they can bring it. You can split it yourself. Or, you know, sometimes it's nice to have them split it, For you. you know, before. Just... Yeah. Remember that they're going to charge typically a split charge because you're going to get a little more. They're going to you know half something. Yeah. Um. But again, that's one of those things just to be aware of, and you know it's your choice. No, I agree. Well, did we not learn all, a lot just oh from my God, you Jesse being here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And I just feel, didn't feel not... so much more elite just and by. I feel more
3: comfortable. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so so, um, with that said, we're going to go ahead and finish the socially acceptable and unacceptable, which is brought to you by ZipFizz. We covered the first one, or I should say the second one, about sending food back. Um, The first one is it is socially acceptable to ask for a separate check. Um, Be sure to ask in the beginning as to not cause any confusion. Um, And I say this because there are a lot of places, again, because there's been so much leeway given, that when you ask for a separate check, wait staff will sometimes go, ugh. If you get a wait staff that cops you an attitude for asking for a separate check, then call the manager over and say, you know, we've got a diverse group of people coming in. We want to be timely in how we're paying. We don't want any confusion. Is there an issue with us? Because with some restaurants, there is an issue. If you're six six or more people, I'm sorry, they want to be lazy and they want to put it all in one check. I, uh, I worked in the okay, restaurant business yeah. too, and so it, my thing is, is if somebody requests it, to demean them and make them feel uncomfortable when you're dealing with a, a, a diverse thing. Right. The, the bottom line is, is they're bringing people into your restaurant, and I think customer service-wise, it'd be nice if the restaurants would remember that.
0: I think if you're over six people, to have six plus separate checks is. In well, my opinion, in singles, not acceptable.
3: No, in singles, I would agree. But
0: typically, it's couples. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. And you can break it down into, you know, two, four, six. But you have to remember, too, at a table of six or larger, there's an added gratuity. So I think yes. if you speak to your server and say, we're all going to take care of you, we're all going to give you 20%, and that's kind of my uh, other rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then it should be okay, but it's a lot of work to break everything down and to remember what each person was having. So if it's, you know, couples and you, you know, bring that up beforehand, you hit the
2: nail on the head. Yeah. And I mean, mean I've seen where they do, where if you tell them ahead of time, these are going to be separate no. checks or yeah. us three or you know, whatever it is, they still add the gratuity and I mm-hmm. think that's perfectly yeah, appropriate. Of course. Yeah. And maybe yeah. what
0: the socially savvy thing is to do if you're going out to a larger dinner with friends. You bring cash, so that yes. maybe
2: to make it you easier. Make well, it because easier.
3: typically yeah. as adults we can ask, but now the only thing that I have to say, and and I would throw this out there as a, a reminder, is there's a lot of restaurants where if it's six or more people, they force you onto one ticket and they automatically add an 18% gratuity. My problem with that is, is about 90% of the time in my experience, those servers do not earn that 18% gratuity. They know that they have it already, so they act in a certain way. I'm in the habit, if I start to see that, I will just call the manager over and go, you know, I'm okay paying 18%, but I really need to make sure that I get service. If, if I need some water, I shouldn't have to be asking for it. Not, you know, five seconds, but, you know, ten minutes. There's got to be – the service needs to follow up with what we're paying for. We're happy right. to pay for it, but please, you know,
0: follow and I th- through. I typically will give 20% as, as my standard, but if I'm feeling like I'm not getting service regardless – I'll always say something, and I don't say anything to the server, but say something to the manager, typically when you leave, how was everything, or I'll just write a note. Not that I have any expectations at all of getting something in return, but I've many a time sent an email to the restaurant and just said, you know, this is my thoughts. I would hate to see one of my favorite establishments not be successful. I wanted to give you feedback of... I would like experience. to feel comfortable coming back. Exactly, because yeah. they want you to come back. I think that's the big net net. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, Paula Gatsby of Taste Bud at Taste at TasteBud? TasteBud Seattle. TasteBudSeattle Taste dot <laughs> com. We
5: love there it. There you go. Very
0: cool. She could probably teach a thing or two to people when they're going out on dates too for etiquette. So I was going to say.
3: I think we should do a, a socially so? savvy yeah. dating, dating. dating, going yeah. out, go. dating and dining. Well, yeah, we'll have to have we'll Paula do a dating, dating and a dining show, show. Most definitely. Thank
1: you. for that.
3: Okay, so we covered most of the socially acceptable and unacceptable. We are moving on for the social food for thought. When you're out dining, remember that you can be seen and heard by everyone around you.
2: This goes for
3: who you're talking about, what you're talking about, who you're with. Um, I think a lot of times we get very caught up in ourselves in the moment, and we think that it's just us, and you need to look around and realize just how close you are to somebody else yeah, if you're going to talk sure. about things. So,
0: Yeah, Okay, Ms. Trace. Okay, L.B. is making me read this. <laughs> <laughs> I said, do you really want me to? Good. Well, right. I can do it.
3: If you don't want no, to read
0: it's it, 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 It's called the Socially Stupid Story of the Week, and I can't believe that it's actually a true story.
3: It is. It's one of our it listeners. It is. But one of our listeners, of our pu- listeners.
0: Uh, sent it to L.B. So, yep. Socially Stupid Story of the Week is brought to you by Cascade Ice. So, this gal... He writes to L V said, i had gone on a few dates with a nice guy who seemed to have not been raised in a barn. So when he asked me to come over for dinner with his family at his family's home, I thought, of course, why not? After starting in on our ribs, which, I mean, that's always kind of a hard that's thing messy. to eat anyway. Yeah. I kindly asked for a napkin. I was passed a dish towel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm this sorry. kills me. I was passed
0: a dish towel that <laughs> everyone else towel. in the family seemed to be using. This ri- Rag went from one mouth to another covered in barbecue sauce and meat particles. Okay, this is what she wrote. This
2: is, is a exactly story, yeah. true story. This is it's exactly. a true story.
0: We can't say who. I mean,
2: is it a listener it's a or a listener? It's an yeah. Cuz I yes. I can't yeah. do that. So okay. the, the
0: poor the poor gal was like, figuring they were just out of napkins, I asked if I could get my own clean dish towel to use. She got to look like she just landed from another planet. And, and someone told her, we all just shared the family rag at the dinner table.
3: That is such a harsh way to be introduced That's gross, to a family. First of all,
0: okay, first, first of all, trying to be polite, I just quietly wiped my mouth and in the inside of my <laughs> sleeve, figuring I could spray and wash it later. Then the toothpicks came out. Everyone at the table sat talking and picking their teeth. Okay, that is gross.
5: No and way. That is
3: so socially
0: unacceptable. So after dinner, I'm looking out the window. <laughs> Really? I do I had to read this. No. After dinner I'm looking out the window of the front lawn and there's a woman um who's relieving herself <laughs> on the front lawn. Um she let her date. No, there was a lady doing that and she he thought it asked, was somebody crazy. Yeah, she thought it was like some w- crazy neighbor. Yeah. And his answer was, Does she have blonde curly hair? Like really? And Did you see this on Cops? I know. Like bad <laughs> no. boys, bad boys, no. what's she gonna do? <laughs> Um, she said, She said I said, yes, and he tells me, oh, that's my wife. He told me he was divorced. What? I guess it should be ex-wife. They had, been had been ex-wife. separated, yeah. And they had been separated for two years, and she gets drunk and comes over to relieve herself on the lawn and pass out. She's like, I still cringe just thinking about it. Hopefully, she didn't have another date with him. No, there guy. was no
3: other date. But, okay. you know, it was funny. The reason, obviously, you know, because the listener felt the need to, to post, you know, put this out there and, and tell us the story, I really thought that it was the epitome of You've, uh, you've got uh, to uh, be your communication. You know, I if you're gonna have a family dinner, I would say do it one on one with the parents first. Get to know, see what. That you is.
0: can't dictate that though. No, uh, you you know, actually, ask. that was good for no, that She have, went on that because then yeah, she never has to go on another date with that guy. If
3: if I was if it was me, yeah. I wouldn't go in. Ooh, call Paula said bring me. your own wet
0: wipes. That's oh, good. Go. Oh, just Ooh. have Ooh. your own wet wipes. That's a good idea. That's like my mom. Just have them in your pocket. Okay. that would scare me. that's bad. That would scare me. Thank you, call. Thank you, caller slash. Fan Listener. for
2: saying that in. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're being punked. I just can't even. Know. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> so so. listening. No they actually kidding. read that on the air. That, yeah. this is, that's impossible. Now we know. Her. I'm not going for I think it we need to know, I mean, like oh at, at some point, any rational, reasonable person would have left and not gotten to the end of the story. But wait story, a minute! Now. But
3: wait a minute! You have to think <laughs> about it. If you're going through a, a this kind of scenario, number one, you're dumbstruck, and number two, you find yourself caught. If you're a polite person, you don't want to like make anybody feel bad, because now y- you're, you know, if you've got seven people sitting around you, you're the oddball. No, but
0: I'm thinking that's, that's just like, oh, that's a great story I'm going to tell my girlfriend. So, you just stay just for the story. A perfect date story.
3: Bad date story. Oh, yeah. Number it's pad. terrible bad date story. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's just trifling. I still think we're being punked. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: I can't wait for this next
3: story, then. Oh, no, that was the story. Thank God. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to touch base with what happened last week, and... um Go into the Duchess Report. So, uh, which is brought to you by Cascade Ice, two-calorie, sugar-free, flavored sparkling water. Last week we got to start the week off with one of my favorites, oh, yeah. Chick Chat Warrior at Red Door. Um, it was an absolute blast. We had Michael there who was mixing his fabulous beverages. <laughs> I was That's clicking nice. away like a little girl. Um, <laughs> and you know, Tracy, these events that you put on, I had people go. You know, they're very. They're like, what about the guys? What about the guys? There's men who show
0: up to some of your. Events. I'm there. Yeah, Michael doesn't want any other guys there. Are you kidding? That's me? True. He doesn't want the competition. us as odds. <laughs> yeah, no, but thank you both for being there. I appreciate it. And so, well, yeah. and it was a great.
3: I mean, what the, so tell us a little bit about the cause that it was supporting. Well, the non-profit, nonprofit. The nonprofit
0: was the Ben Town Foundation, and the founders, which are actually the parents of Ben Town, were there. Karen and Jeff Town, and their little two and a half year old son died from pediatric cancer. And so out of that grief, they started a nonprofit to essentially find a cure, but also to find um, a a way, a different way, a better way for children to be able to, um, their little bodies can't take chemotherapy and radiation. So there's a doctor that they're working with at Seattle Children's to um, come up with alternative cancer treatments. So that's what that was all about. So, again, thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it. Also, what happened last week was the all-white party, which I didn't go to, but I think maybe a couple I did. of you did. Okay. Yep,
3: I did. Um, uh, Matthew Estates has put on their second annual all-white party. And um, I don't know if you've ever been to the Matthew Estates tasting room. They have a upper place and then they have a lower place for the tasting room. And it is amazing what they were able to pull 1100 <gasps> tickets sold to this event really um they had a DJ down below they had um a uh, uh, area up above so you had the younger demographic down below you had the other the more mature demographic up above people mingling i have to give them a lot of credit because to have that diverse of a group in the same place enjoying wine they had food vendors they had a lot of things it ended up what do you think they? i mean
0: 11 i haven't been to a party with 1100 people
3: well you you have to understand this was over several acres so there was plenty of room to spread out Um, and they had the parking across the street And they had you know of course the police came in and helped to manage everything but it ended up being amazing i i showed up about an hour after it started and started clicking and um, left about 15 minutes before because i didn't want to get caught in traffic but it, I have to give them hats off. It was very well played, and there was okay. two different kinds of music going on. There was – it just really – A
0: note to self, go next year.
3: Oh, most definitely. If you right. didn't go this year, definitely go next year. I would definitely right. have to say that.
0: Um,
3: then we have
0: um, – oh Downtown Bellevue is live at lunch.
3: Well, that's what's coming up this week, oh, but actually okay. we have food that was just placed in front of us, and yes, I am, it's I'm looking for our chef. Amazing. I'm looking for who is going to tell Fernando, us. Fernando,
1: darling, where are you? Fernando.
3: Fernando, Lily, we're looking forward to somebody telling us about this fabulous food. So well,
0: Until they get over here, which we want to dive in, but let's talk about what's coming up then.
3: Yes, we'll okay. go ahead and do that. Coming up this week, downtown Bellevue's Live at Lunch is still going on. There's two more weeks left, Tuesday through Thursday, from noon to 1 p- 1.30 p.m., The entertainment is free, so swing in and enjoy. Um, This week's schedule looks like August 30th at the Summit, um, Malibu Manichu, is what I'm assuming it says. (laughs) It's surf jazz. Um, August 31st is at the Bravern, um, Josh Rawlings Trio, it's a jazz trio. And then September 1st at the Bellevue Galleria, um, Creme Tangerine, which is a Beatles cover band.
0: Well, that's so,
3: fun. you know, if you're looking for a little bit of something fun, you've got a, a, a maybe a first date or you're meeting a friend or you've got maybe even a business meeting you need to make an impression on a lunch, um, That's it's a great way to go. So okay. you can go to um, their website, which is uh, downtown Bellevue, and they will um, have all of those all out there for you. And we're very excited. It looks like we have um, one of the chefs here now to tell us about the fabulous food sitting in front of us. I'm going to turn this over to Michael. I'm going to click some of the food so we can get it on the website so you can check this out because you would not believe what is in front of us. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh Who's taking pictures? I'm taking pictures pictures. because everybody needs to see (laughs) this. this.
0: And it's absolutely, first of all, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. And I'm so happy where Liliana is to thank her because they, they brought the potato dishes. But um, Michael is going to be telling us more about the food and interviewing the chef. Michael, take it
1: away. All right. So, uh, well, first off, we have a couple of people here. Uh, Fernando uh, is here and as well as uh, Leanne. Uh, and we have some beautiful, looks like pieces of art here. Well-plated, by the way, because uh, you always eat with your eyes first, right? And then, uh, of course, it smells, and then everything, of course, the tastes. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to Leah here, and she's going to tell us about what it is that we're serving up today and how it's prepared and and how you can get that here at uh, at Amazon.
5: Okay. Well, first, we have the Piquel Amazon. It's a ceviche with, made with Hollywood. And this is chicharron de camarón. It's a shrimp fried with a... a this is a sweet potato looks glass and Ooh, that we yes, to that looks really good. potato with a Kobe beef. Okay, and this one is uh three kind of potatoes. Uh this is a purple Peruvian potato, this uh-huh. is a spinach potato, and this is a classic Peruvian potato. Oh, it's yeah. something with chicken, this is crab and this is uh shrimp.
1: Shrimp, yeah. Huh? Beautiful. So how do you get the how do you get inspired to come up with, you know, creations like this? I mean, is this part of the Peruvian uh uh cuisine or is is it something that a lot of Peruvian uh t- tell us a little bit about that. What what inspires you?
5: Okay, we try to combine because Peru is like popular with potatoes and we okay. try to combine the colors and the flavors mm. and put in one plate. And you know, and this is like this is typical in Peru oh. the the chicken and, and oh on top of potatoes, the potato like yes.
1: that? No now I see a lot of uh it looks like uh Talk about this gastrique on the side here, which is the little sauce on the side. What is yeah, that? Yeah,
5: this is a cheese sauce with uh, aji amarillo peruvian uh, pepper.
1: Oh. It's, like,
5: kind of spicy. Ooh. Yeah. It's boy,
1: boy, too bad you guys don't have, uh, you know, TV or you can see yeah, it. It's, too bad. it's this absolutely amazing. beautiful.
0: It's really stunning, and it's really good.
3: I'm going to be uploading pictures from my iPhone in about four minutes because you, there's, you're just not going to believe this food. Mm. It, is, it is. The presentation is absolutely
5: stunning. It is.
1: Absolutely. So um, is, is this something we normally see on uh, on uh, the menu here at the Amazon?
5: Yes. yes. We have the Piquel Amazon. We have mm-hmm. the Trio causas. Perfect. And we, we have the Dulce sampler, too.
1: <gasps> what is that? That's a little dessert, yum-yum yum plate. This
5: Peruvian dessert. Okay. This is a Suspiro. Uh, this is a cream caramel. On the top is a porcelain wine with some uh, egg white. Oh. And this is like cookies filled with uh, dulce de leche. And this is uh, ice cream made of a uh, Peruvian fruit uh, called lucuma and
1: with some fruit. And, and would you say this is a, a tres? Uh, uh, dulce de leche. Oh,
5: dulce de leche.
1: Okay. ahead. Yeah. Okay. So milk.
5: Yeah, milk <laughs> milk
1: yeah. done t- uh, twice yeah. or three times, right? Yeah. Just three different ways? Yeah. It's very delicious. And it's also a, v- a very popular uh, dessert in Brazil besides what else is what you normally find in Brazil or, or Peruvian food? what uh just what is just what, uh, what what are what are common uh desserts would you see in Peru? Well,
5: there's a con leche?
1: Flan, right?
5: Flan too. Yeah,
1: we yeah. do flan too. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Very nice. It very look, looks very good, so.
5: So can I ask? Thank you. Can I ask you a question sure. so this is not
0: from, this is not what you would get if you ordered the um it, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So this is from you is this from the Peruvian, yeah, side, of the 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 Peruvian, Peruvian okay. side of the menu? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. So that's what people should be looking for. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much.
5: You're welcome. Wow. We're
3: very excited to eat. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're I all looking at it going, I am
1: drooling off the side of my. Okay, mouth.
0: so this we is to still I'm, talk.
3: We can't eat. Gonna say, so <laughs> what I'm going to suggest is I, is I want one or two of the hosts to eat because we want to mm-hmm. we want to talk a little bit about this so that you know our listeners know about the flavors and stuff other than just the pictures I'm going to be yeah. posting on Facebook, but. So, while I am um going on, Michael, why don't yeah. you and our guest host indulge and um okay. you can give us a little bit of feedback so moving forward, we have um this is a guy's event, you know. I know. Michael to, should
0: be talking about this. Uh, but, Michael oh, well. should
3: totally be talking about this, but I think we can we can cover that for him, unless he likes. Yeah, to talk no, about we can't tell him eat.
0: It's a 2012 Seagulls calendar unveiling at Munch Bar. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> no. Nah, yeah. Okay. What are you guys yeah. talking about? <laughs>
0: on August 31st, uh, join the Seagulls for the initial unveiling of the 2012 Seagulls calendar at Munch Bar in Bellevue. This event will begin at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, which is 31st, just a couple of days away. Um, featuring that evening will be the introduction of the 2011 Seagull Squad, an inside look into the making of the calendar, and an exclusive autograph session. Calendars will be available for sale at the event for fifteen dollars, and online sales, including pre-orders for the calendar, will be available in the coming weeks. There. You know, they're cute and peppy and...
3: Well, and, you, you know, we actually are... have quite a, a guy followership, you know, listenership, and so yeah. I love hearing about this stuff. And yeah. I w- used to work out with one of the seagulls, and they're just fun, most yeah, of Yeah, they're, they're fun. fun. Cheerleaders
0: are fun. They
3: are. Yeah. Okay, Socially Savvy's first designer swap and shop is happening this Thursday at Apex at Alder Ridge. Um, come and join us from 6 to 8 p.m. as uh, people bring their fabulous pieces that have been sitting in the closet. Apex has graciously offered to host the Socially Savvy's first designer swap and shop. Do you have designer items that are just sitting in your closet? Never going to wear them? Shoes, clothes, or jewelry? Bring it in and um, make a deal with someone. There will be a few small tables already set up, but if you have more than a small bag full, you may want to let us know and we can make arrangements for you. Uh, I've done this before, and it is a lot of fun because typically, you know, what's sitting in my closet that I can't use, somebody else yeah, can use. Exactly. And it's exactly. It, we're all about the Uber recycle. So. And they're
0: going to be giving us happy hour um, glasses of wine for yep. 5 bucks and 10% off bottles and 20% off case purchases. Yep. So there you go. Check out our Invade on Facebook for more details.
3: Okay, love love wine events. Don't forget to check out thewoodenvillewinecountry dot com for all of the events that are going on in Woodenville. Um, they feature the Woodenville wineries over there. So if you're looking for something to do and it's you know a last minute, you can pop onto their mm-hmm. website and check out what's going down and um, make a choice because usually there's two or three different events going on any given night. Lots um, of Labor
1: Day weekend parties going on in Woodenville. Uh, so Matthews oh, Estates the yeah. has they're continuing on with their summer concert series as well as uh, Goose Ridge. So the so September 1st is uh, Dean Blackholm uh, from 5 to 7 at Goose Ridge, as well as Matthew's Estates has um, Brian Alphison uh, from 7 until 9. So, and I of think course,
3: Actually, we just need to turn it over to our wine and food advocate, Michael, and tell uh, us about yeah. this, some of the stuff that's coming up. Well,
1: what's cool, too, is uh, I'm really excited because I have tickets for Chris Bodie, uh, who is coming up September 2nd at Chateau St. Michel. Uh, gates open, I think, at 6, but show starts at 7. So, uh yes, uh, lots of really cool things. Be sure to get out there. Uh the summer concert series for the wineries and all that is starting to wind down. You you haven't missed it yet. You still have a few concerts left over. Uh please get out and uh and support your local artists as well as uh your local wineries. So, I just did a big wine uh tasting over the weekend over at uh Wine World and that was that went really well. And uh, be on the lookout for some really cool things. I'm going to be doing a port wine tasting, four different ports. Oh, wow. uh, Coming up there in mid-September, as well as uh, some chocolate tastings. So we're going to do some chocolates and ports, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun.
3: I love it when they pair chocolate and wine. I'm sorry, that's
0: heaven right there. You know, but I heard actually that's not, it's actually you're not supposed to do that.
1: Well, it depends. So a lot of people think red wine and chocolate is a great pairing.
0: Okay, that's, that's what I heard. Yeah.
1: Actually, unless it's like Banuels, which is probably the the best uh, pairing ever for chocolate. Uh, it also depends on the uh, cocoa content of the chocolate because uh, the weight of your food needs to match or exceed the, the the weight of the wine. So if the wine isn't as sweet as the dish that you're eating, it's going to make oh. it taste really thin. Oh. and almost alkaline, so like medley almost sometimes. So it will make the wine taste really, really, really bad.
3: Okay. So in other words, if you're going to pair wine with chocolate, it's mm-hmm. best to have it cooked with it or like yes. our diana's delight. Well, you know,
1: and there are some people who don't like really, really sweet wine. So uh, there's, there's some things you can do. Uh, let's say you're doing a chocolate tort or chocolate cake. Back off on the sugar, and uh, instead of using all flour, use uh, walnuts, because walnuts has a tannic that comes through on the red wine, and you can use a walnut flour to bridge that, that gap between the sweetness uh, that's lost in the, in the dessert or in the wine and the dessert, so that really makes it a really good, it makes it a better pairing. It's not a great pairing, but it oh, makes it i makes just it call a you pairing. and
0: have you make the cake for me. I, say, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not do I can do that. We call Michael, we call Diana, we, we, have, we have Yeah, cake. we have lots of people on our street, though. But
1: wow, I'm, I'm actually over here tasting some of this uh, this food that we just uh, talked about, and wow, it's amazing. Uh, it the really the potatoes amazing. are just uh, really nice consistency. Um a little spice, but not overbearing, uh, that overtakes the whole dish. The chicken, the, the the seafood, and it was just beautiful. Just really nice. really is. It's very yummy. All right. So um, my
3: popular word, yummy.
1: Planning Ahead, which is brought to you by Zip Fizz, a healthy
0: energy mix in a tube. Um, Fashion's Night out at the Bravern is Thursday, September 8th from 6 till 10 p.m. The shops at the Bravern um, are having a Fashion's Night out. Um, it's a place to be. Walk the Red Carpet. Presented by Barrier Motors. Get celebrity treatment as photographers snap photos of your arrival. The event is free and will include fashion shows from Neiman Marcus and Anthropology. Live music by Kareem Tangerine and beats by local DJs. Special in-store offers and an after-party at David Barton Gym. Oh, I've heard about that David Barton Gym. Goose Ridge Winery actually invited me, so I think... We well shall go. I've been, yeah.
3: I've been to an event that was at David Barton, and they have an interesting layout. I heard they house.
0: have a cool space. They yeah. do.
3: So you they can actually host an event, and it's fun to go there. Yeah. It's very comfortable. Good. Yeah. Okay. Miss uh, Actually, no. I'm next here. September 10th at Club Sur is a night of fun, French can-can style, dressed in theme, and come to enjoy a night of entertainment, food, and dancing. This is where we will be launching the Socially Savvy Pwac Calendar, and celebrating my
0: silly little birthday that's that's not
2: silly
3: it is i would agree with that nobody's 29th birthday is silly
2: it's my little birthday my little silly little birthday um
3: and as everybody knows i love to share with my friends and family so uh came up with this fabulous location. Uh details for the invite will be hitting Facebook in the next day or two. So check LB Duchess um socially savvy. I'm sure if you can um club sir, they'll all have the information coming up. Um they are going to be entertainment, uh food and wine during the shows. Uh you can buy packages, you can get VIP. We already have people who are looking at buying the VIP table, so if you're interested in the VIP table, you're going to want to get it quick. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, Miss Fancy.
2: Take it away. Okay, are we doing fashionably eight?
3: We are doing fashionably. Thursday,
2: September fifteenth at seven p.m. Uh, Showbox Soto, seventeen hundred First Avenue South in Seattle. This is the eighth annual Fashion First, Seattle's longest-running independent fashion show and auction. Join us for the most exciting night in Seattle, where fashion and philanthropy meet. Tickets start at fifty dollars for general admission and go up from there. You can find more detail at Fashion First Seattle dot ticketleap dot com slash Fashion First Seattle 2011. There are several designers that will be featured. The beneficiary of this event is Rise and Shine, which is a local organization that provides mentors, support groups, and summer camp experiences for kids who are affected by HIV and AIDS. Learn more about them at org. Really I love
3: gay. that we get to talk about all these Tracy. fun parties with, with Nordstrom Cosmetics. Yeah, Fall trend show. (laughs) Go ahead, Fancy. Take it. Okay. (laughs) Well, check out
2: all the new fall colors. Get the updated looks and hot tips and tricks of the season.
3: If you've never been to a trend show before, Nordstrom's actually throws on one of the best trend shows. And fall time, they call in all the nationals for each of the lines. So is this the one time of year where you're going to come in and you're going to talk with – the the best of the best for each line. Now here's the kicker. When we say the best of the best, these are the ones who do the red carpets. They do the Academy Awards. They do um, all the the hot parties. So they come in and they have the coolest thing. They tell, tell you about. what you need. They these. Awesome. The A list. So if if there's there an event you want, you want to hit, it's definitely the Trend Show.
0: And I will I will tout my my next Chick Chat Spa story, which is at Bose Salon, which is over half sold out already. But it's Wednesday, September 21st, 6 to 9 p.m. You know, the same kind of thing where you bring your best gal pals. You, everybody gets a free mini spa service. There'll be wine tasting by Girly Girl Wine, Sofia Coppola, Waterbrook, and Goose Ridge Winery. Love and that. And signature cocktails by Tito's. It's essentially an open bar. And I don't want to say that, but it, it essentially is, you know. Um, light appetizers from Purple Cafe, cupcakes from you take locations. Care of your Locations. I so do, well. you, you do? know. You, I'm like an Italian or maybe a Latino, Hispanic mama. Yeah, you, you are. you got to have enough food and it's, drink, right? It's
3: the whole Greek, okay. Italian, Latino, um, yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah, the
0: more the merrier. The, our non-profit for this event will be Dressed for Success. We'll be doing a clothing drive for them and also be able to buy $5 raffle tickets to
1: win some really great prizes.
3: Awesome. Well, I think we're going to have Michael tell us about this last drink and then Fancy's going to be telling us about Living the Fancy Life.
1: Absolutely, and it's a oh, it's it a really uh, fragrant um drink here, It's uh, oh, wow. you, you, you can't see this, but it's kind of a, it's a nice chilled glass of, it uh, looks like uh, some, kind of like a foam on top with some uh, some really cool stuff on top of that. Is so. that cinnamon <laughs> or nutmeg? Actually, what this is, is it's called a Pisco Sour, it's Peruvian. Oh, yummy. Uh, okay, and I
0: drank so many of mm. these in Peru. <laughs>
1: like, I don't even remember. And that frothy stuff
0: name. on top is the egg white. That's yes, yummy. It's,
1: it's uh, And it's a whipped foam. Uh, so it's mixed with uh, lime juice, uh, and pisco brandy, which is a popular Peruvian brandy. Um, also uh, with a dash of bitters on top with some cinnamon. So hey everybody, try it. Salud. Salud. is
3: that, well, what do you say in Peru? Salud. I don't know, but uh I think you
1: say I'm pretty close it's to it. It's more per- like okay, thank salud. you for being
2: such a fabulous salud. host. They're awesome. This is really tasty. Oh my god. Did you Can say there's bitters on top, Michael?
1: Uh-huh, I did.
2: Yeah, that's... And like cinnamon, that. and... Oh, my God. Mm. This wow. is like having a... You know, it's I don't like dessert. coffee,
0: but I like like the whipped oh. milk. Seems, oh, this, this is a perfect the same thing. Like, I love the top of it. It's so yummy to quote, mm-hmm. i be duchess. It's
3: Aww. yummy. Well, I know. See, that's why it's my favorite word. It's so descriptive. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I'm starting to
1: see a theme here, because there is a lot of citrus used in today's mm-hmm. dishes, as well as in the drinks.
3: So it goes really well. The
1: ceviche, the gastrique on some of the dishes... As well as the uh, the two drinks that we had today, so it's fresh, it's it's nice, it's light, it's just uh, great.
0: It's not food that I have seen or gotten in no. other places. Nope, this is very unique. So it's really unique. So we we suggest everybody come down to Amazon Grill, amazongrillbelview.com dot
3: Yep, and we're going to be going off live air and onto the after show, so it will run over a little bit. We're totally cool with that. Um, So if you are listening live and you lose us, just um, click us and you'll get the rest of the show. We get to go on to living the fancy life. Fancy, give it to us.
2: Okay, I'm going to make this short and sweet today since we're off air anyway. I'm just going to do my giveaway. How's that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so let's do the Vegas hotel stay, the four-night stay. Okay, and so one thing I (laughs) – yes, this is a drawing. So if you have not put your card in whatever – Anybody who's here what, with Socially whatever, Savvy,
3: put your business card container in here. We definitely
2: have want to be okay. in here. In the beer glass. So, no, you're not eligible, son. Go ahead and, you're, you're related to me.
3: <laughs> Fancy, go ahead and tell us while okay. we're getting cards. Tell okay, us about so the sponsor
2: for in the Fancy Life segment is Fourth Wind Travel. They are a travel agency, full service travel agency located on the East Coast. And we are giving away a four night stay in Vegas at one of many hotels. I'm not going to list them all, but. But you can choose. Now you are responsible for getting yourself to Vegas, and then I believe there that you have to cover the room tax or something. There's some there's some nominal fees, so you're covering the room tax. So are we ready for the drawing? Do we well, have everyone? I, I just add something really quick. Yes, because I won last week. Yes, Yay. you did win
0: last week. And, and he he she he contacted he. me the very next day, and so I'm really excited about that Yay. and joining it. So can you but just tell me a little bit more about so. Should I be calling him? Like, I need to go back east to go to New York and to Boston, two different oh, trips. Most okay, definitely. so should I be contacting them to help me get cheaper air? I mean, how yes. how can I use them? Because I want to so, support so you. So I
2: would say contact them and talk to them about your upcoming travel and see you know what deals they can get for you. I have not used them yet, and except for the free stuff. <laughs> so yes, please, Tracy. You can let okay. me know. You can report back on <laughs> <Okay. that. laughs> it. In. All right. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, One of the definitely. things
3: that uh, came up, I think somebody made a uh, comment in regards to that we did not need... I can't hear um can hear No, it's okay. That somebody made a comment that we did not need travel agents anymore. Oh. And And, you know, I, I want to really emphasize that travel agents, anybody who has a vast amount of knowledge who is working in industry has something to offer. And typically, they are going to get you a better deal because when you go to put the whole package together and you add in your time and trying to surf through and trying to find the right deals and trying to make it work, they, they have everything at their fingertips. So, you know, find a travel agent. I always go with a referral, ask a friend, because typically somebody you know has had a great experience with one and, um, use them. I mean, And
0: he has more connections than fancy. Yeah. Uh, No no one.
2: (laughs) And and fourth wind, what I really love about them is that they have so many incentives, so they might throw in a $100 gas card, which who couldn't use that right now? You know, yeah. in fact, I might do a, a giveaway in one of the upcoming shows for a gas card mm-hmm. because it's more practical than a trip yeah. to Vegas, right? So, I mean, the Vegas thing is fun, but uh, for people that are just looking to win something practical that they can use right now maybe, so we might do that. But I think definitely to, to Duchess's point that using an agent – you, not only do they have more resources, and they can I don't have time to sit and try to find the cheapest flight. I need the cheapest no. flight, but I don't yeah. have time to look for yeah. it. So if I can have someone do that on my behalf, and they're even willing to throw in the extras, why not? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they so they have extra yeah, so.
0: special things available to them that we might not have.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're having our fabulous yes. intern, Veronica, pick okay. the card that is going to so win we're the we're drawing now, and Duchess yeah. will announce the winner. Yes?
3: Ha. Huh. Raju. He's ignoring me. You won. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>!
5: <laughs> so we have you our won, winner. Honey,
3: yes, Yay. you did. You won so the wait, trip. What did you say was you? Wait, yeah, no, honey, a I need, need to give card. your card to
2: her. So I'll need that card so I can yeah, so that know, forward to win. I just feel to be a winner. Oh, winner. Oh. Oh. Okay, perfect. So I'll be in touch. Well, Fourth Wind Travel will be in touch with you to make arrangements and to let you know what you've won. I
3: didn't I didn't pick. My right. listeners are all like, pick better. I'm like, I didn't pick.
2: But, but we listen, do- fan my fan page on Facebook. It's living the fancy life. And you can, you know, I do some giveaways there. And I also have lots of job postings for anyone in the tech industry. And even though you may not be, you may have friends, you know, software engineers, programmers, web developers that are looking for work. I have lots of opportunities available right now that I'd love to present to all of you and your friends. So like my fan page. Living the fancy life.
3: Well, and, um, you know, our listeners, we get probably 80% of our listens throughout the week. So, you know, don't be afraid to to go back and it's not on a time limit. Your information is out there.
1: 18
2: plus.